This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and thispipelife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. <laughs> good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I, I, I feel good. It's the first time in like three weeks that I, you know, haven't had this crud thing going on. <laughs> you so actually sound I, I thought last week y'all were going to have to put me down. We had people like writing me after the show being like, man, I, it, it just sounds like you're just, you're just doing awful. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was putting you down an option? I I, I was I'm told that was not humane. I it, it, It's not, but, you know, I feel like after last week it probably should have been <laughs> an option. It was, they made an exception. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it was... Uh, it, it, it was pretty bad, but uh, you know, I hadn't been enjoying my pipe for the past couple of weeks mm-hmm. because I just I, I don't smoke it, you know, because if I can't taste it and I can't enjoy it, like, and I yeah, you know, the past couple of days are, have been the first few days that I've actually been able to smoke my pipe, uh, enjoy the flavor, yeah, and uh, you know, enjoy the room note and all that kind of stuff, and so uh, so I'm I'm slowly picking it back up, but uh, yeah, it's been a cu- tough tough couple of weeks here for the tobacconist, yeah. But you're back on so, your feet. Back on our feet, we got uh, a new paint job in the shop. It looks nice. beautiful. Uh, re- really nice. Looks like the same uh, nicotine color that it was before. Uh, it was very, <laughs> but brighter, very nice. But, but brighter, yeah, br- a brighter, more uh, more modern uh, nicotine color. But uh, yeah, real real nice. The landlord was kind enough to put some new ceiling tiles in, so uh, we'll, we'll you know have a new canvas for our smoke to to mess up over the next forty six years. It's, it's Ragnarok, man. It's 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 the uh, it's the crumbling down of everything to yeah. be re- returned with something new. It's that kind of uh, you know post apocalyptic, but in a good way. You know, kind of a, a new. <laughs> Genesis rebirth, if you will. That's right. And, uh, something to destroy. This is gonna be great. But no, it looks great. No, it, it, but from from the ashes came. It I think came something really really good. Oh, so, I like that. Yeah, there really you go. Good. <laughs> uh, well, you know, man, I was in New York this last past week, um, and uh, you know, normally when I travel, I like to visit up some uh, different pipe shops and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the only pipe shop I found myself in by accident was a glass pipe shop. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I, it was completely. Well, by well, did you get anything? No, no, no. I, I did. Uh, I got a. There was a, a lovely. Uh, what I thought was a Christmas ornament it was not um it was it was a glass pipe you're gonna but, but, it, but, it was, <laughs> uh, but I, it, I was a very at least it wasn't something else i mean you could walk out of there with all kinds of stuff yeah this is true well i'll tell you this so i was there i was there on business uh had some some great meetings and got a chance to meet some really interesting people um and so that that kind of took a lot of my time and i wasn't able to do as much socializing as i normally like to do when i when i travel however i did experience something that i feel i need to share uh and what and, happened in new york okay so there is this thing in new york called sleep no more now, Sleep No More is a interactive theatrical experience. Okay. I think the best way I could possibly describe it. Okay. Now, I don't know if y'all are aware of this and everything else, but basically what they've done is they've taken this old building in uh, in Chelsea, and they've taken, it's a five-story building, and every single floor of this building is like the stage, is the set, and you go in, and you're given a mask, and you just go and you explore. And around this, every single floor has a scene going on at any given time. Dude. All of the actors are in character, but they yeah. don't talk, because everything is like done very non-verbally. Okay. And you have to like, you know, in some instances, you have to kind of get close to them if you actually want to know what's really going on. Like, there's one detective character, and like, she's getting clues, so you have to kind of stand over her shoulder to read what she's reading. And it's... That is bizarre. It is the most... So it's interactive even for the, the viewer. I mean, it... it what, it is. It is. In fact, actually, sometimes they don't acknowledge your existence until they do. And when they do, they take you by the hand and pull you off into no, a side terrifying. room. Yeah. Dude, okay. So <laughs> here's what happened to me. There was this taxidermist character. <laughs> and I stayed back in the room when everybody else followed another character out. He looks at me, takes me by the hand, pulls me into this dark alley, into this dark bathroom. It's like very dimly lit. And then like there's this creepy music playing. Well, well the lights go out. The creepy music goes up. He sits me down in the stall. All right, now... Oh my God! I'm telling you. Then little, this is at the point where you call like America's Most Wanted. This is what I'm saying. It's so creepy. <laughs> so then a light comes on right next to me, and it shows that right next to it, like right next to us, is this like little metal tray, and on the metal tray is a syringe and this little vial of something. He takes the syringe, puts it in the vial, pulls out this like junk, and puts it on. Uh, there's two pieces of candy. He puts okay. it on one piece okay. of candy. He takes a piece of candy. He hands he hands me the one with the stuff on it. He takes the other piece. We cheers. He takes his. I pocket mine because there's no way. We're gonna put that in your mouth. Absolutely not. What if I wanted to? I wanted my own taxidermied Bo York. I mean, could could, <laughs> this, could 
that that guy could make that happen I'm and tell, and maybe may have tried. I'm telling you. And so anyway, <laughs> what, what, he ends up like whispering something creepy in my ear, then then like takes me back out to the rest of the scene. And so that's this thing that actors will occasionally interact with with the different uh, viewers and everything. But it was it was insane. <laughs> and I, I didn't quite gather this just because I didn't quite gather exactly what was going on for the entire three hours of the show. Right. But apparently, what they've done is they've taken um, Mickey B, otherwise known as the Scottish play. Okay. Uh, some people okay. might refer to it as uh, Macbeth. Oh, Mickey B. Okay, okay. Got Some it. people would do that. Okay. Uh, but here's the thing. <laughs> so it's the story, it's that story that was occurring um, in like a 1930s set that was also very inspired by Alfred Hitchcock. It was creepy. Oh, wow. It was insane. Yeah. But I strongly recommend it. <laughs> I, I mean, it sounds... It's not for the faint of heart. And there's a lot of adult themes and nudity and all kinds of crazy stuff. Right, but right. It, it is it's Nothing intense. we endorse on Country Squire Radio. Nothing that we endorse obviously. on Country Squire Radio. Right, right. Except if that, if that doesn't bother you, you need to check this out. Right. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. I, I could go with a little taxidermied Bo York. Maybe just like a, one of those... <laughs> one of yeah, one of those little mini ones, though. Like the, you know, those little shrunken head people that they find in, like, South America. Right. Yeah. Just <laughs> of this. Oh, that'd be fun. We'll turn make it, a little bobblehead up here on the tobacco bar. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, New York uh, New York was amazing. Man. That's great, man. Yeah, I'm glad uh, glad you had a good time up there, uh, regardless of the uh, the glass pipe shop or, or, or not. Or the so. crazy... Uh, <laughs> or, 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 the, or the crazy, uh, you know, uh, multi-leveled uh, horror story. I'm telling yeah. you. It's insane. Well, hey, no, that's, that, awesome. that, that's what goes on up north. But down here in the south, yeah. especially over in Texas, uh, things are a little Gosh, bit so exciting, a little man. bit more sane. In I know, fact, I know. Uh, very sane because they're going to be having October 7th through the 8th uh, is going to be the Texas Pipe Show. Yeah, and actually I was corrected last week. It, it's just on the 7th. Uh, j- just, just on the 7th. Just on the 7th, whatever that Saturday is. Oh, man, if we keep it going, uh, th- though, past midnight, it's going to the 8th. Oh, no, you're right, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it, it's just, uh, just on October 7th there in Fort Worth, Texas at uh, Pops safari room um and uh man there's gonna be carvers coming from all over the country particularly the the south and southwest and uh and man it's just gonna be a just gonna be a great time we're proud to have a presence there and um man we'll be talking about them a lot uh particularly coming up the next few months here as we kind of get ready and uh, more details come out but uh man it's it's gonna be a gonna be a great great deal absolutely and yeah. of course uh, you know you, you've got the honor for that particular show to be uh, creating the custom blend that'll be used for the long smoke competition that's right yeah. um, later on in the show as part of our listener feedback I think we've even got some suggestions there uh, I think uh, some folks are, are uh, got, got some ideas in mind so. you know maybe for maybe instead of the white rose we could do the yellow rose like Texas the yellow rose of Texas is that know? a thing yeah I didn't you know, know that. The song, The Yellow Rose of Texas? Deep in the Yellow Rose of Texas. I don't think that's how it goes. Oh, but okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll find the correct tune. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, uh, hey, before we dive into tonight's show, we got to give big ups. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a new Pipe Club member. Ow! Really excited for this. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Brady Muckleroy. Brady Muckleroy, welcome <laughs> very much to, uh, to, I think to, you, to I the- I think you just... I think you just mucked up his last name. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, it, no it's, it's, Muck, it's Muckleroy. It's Muckleroy. There's an E there. You see the E? Yeah, but it's before the L. Well, it's Brady. We really want to welcome you to, uh, at the Squire <laughs> level to the uh, to the Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us. And to Thank be you fair, so much, Brady. Before the show, I was reading the name, and John Dave was like, "That's not his name." But then he stopped as soon as he read. It. He was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's his name." Man, Brady, thanks so much for joining. I, you know, I I feel like at this point, if uh, if someone does join the club uh, and they have a really simple name, like like Bo York, for instance, or well, the or, way I spell it, though, or John David Cole, you know, like it, you know, I feel like they'll be disappointed at some point, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they can't goof up my name. Like, I, it's it's just this kind of rite of passage thing. Well, so, just wait. I don't until... know. Maybe you ought to join under a different name, like you know, Bo Yorkenschnoodle. Yorkenschnoodle. Well, so something like that. Just wait until next week, man. I saw we had a, we had a new member that joined like right before the show, and I read it. And I oh, was today. Like, yeah, and so I'll, that name will be shouted out next week. <laughs> Poor and guy. I almost feel like he's he's. They're testing me. That's what I think is going on here. That's what I think is going on. But uh, Brady, welcome to the club. Brady, thank, thank you, so, you much. so much at the Squire level. That is that is so great, man. We're up to, uh, gosh, I, I was checking right before we got on air. I think we're up to 83 uh, people now that are uh, that are regularly supporting us on Patreon. Man, thank and, y'all uh, so much. And, and that, that is just an incredible um, you know, show of your commitment to helping us make Country Squire Radio happen uh, and uh, letting us come and invade your, invade your life once a week. So <laughs> Absolutely. We're, we're very thankful for 
for y'all and, uh, and and are glad to be here. Absolutely. All right, man. The show tonight. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Pipe, I'm, re- I'm really excited about pipe this. Pipe Shop Peeves. I mean, is that what we're calling this? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd like to broaden it to just like Tobacco Shop Peeves. Okay. All right. Because I, I might have a few things related to maybe folks that don't just smoke a pipe. Um, oh, snap. But, but you know, it, it, I, I don't know. Bo and I, you know, we talk about uh, our experiences both here and, and elsewhere across the country. Mm. And, uh, and it's like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I it, 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 you're going to give us a platform tonight to just uh, just vent a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so you say that it makes me nervous because we're not a venting show. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> but but uh, you know sometimes you get all this pent up rage and you know it's like the, the folks that you know would be in the in the helping profession or counseling or something. Sure. Would, oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. know they would want you to get that out. And, okay. And, and at some point, you know, you'd want to get that out. And what who who better to get that out with than than our good friends uh, and, and our friends through Country Squire Radio that can uh, that can walk through us through this very tender. Uh, moment as we uh, as we process some of these just terrible terrible things. I would like to meet the licensed <laughs> therapist who tells you that you need to get that anger out specifically online. Online. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the piece of it. Don't go see them. Right. Quite, quite work for me. Yeah. Get 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 that out amongst a complete thing of total strangers where they can share it across the globe and uh, and and abuse you. Right? Well, hey, before. <laughs> Okay, uh, or shop. pipe shop peeves and, and general tobacco shop peeves. Uh, t- tobac- tobacco shop tickoffs. I, I like the um, you know. Oh, tobacco shop tickoffs. Yeah, 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 no, that's good. All right, so so uh, what grinds your gear? So this is the thing. We're going to come at this from two different <clears throat> levels, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, one of us, and and we won't mention who here, but one of us is a tobacconist and a, and a an owner of a tobacco shop. Uh, the other is a patron who, and I, I have this on good authority, has never actually owned a pipe tobacco shop. Yeah. Um, now, yeah, right. now, which one of us that is, uh, we'll let you be the judge. Um, although this is potentially somebody's first episode. So John David is the uh, tobacconist <laughs> and I am the patron. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So we thought we'd kind of, you know, just talk about the general culture of, of pipe shops and, and smoke shops, but then also, uh, you know, talk about just things that people do around smoking culture. People do around uh, institutions like like the Squire uh, and any other smoke shop that uh, that might just kind of get under your skin a little bit. So, uh, so Bo was going to mention a few from kind of the consumer standpoint. Uh, you know, maybe on on his side of the counter, uh, and and then I was going to you know mention um, you know some of the some of the things that grind my gears on the on the tobacconist side of the counter. So so. Um, yeah, should, should I kick it off? Because I mean, that's the thing. When you it got, all comes you got a few. You, you got something you had to start with. Well, I was just thinking about the fact, you know, the customer's always right, right? That's what we. Uh, that's what we're told. That's what they. That's what they tell us. Uh, and and because the customer believes they're always right, that that always gives us kind of a, a chance to, uh, you know, we always feel entitled to to vent at the uh, the the patron of said or the 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 owner of said <laughs> establishment, the uh, or whoever is is managing at the time. And and understand, I, I I did some time in retail. I did I did quite a few years in retail. So uh, not not in the back in a sense. No, but that's I, right. I've I've done that whole you know I, I the service industry. You get where it. You just have to sit there, smile, and say yes sir, may I have another sometimes. Well, and, yeah, you know, particularly those customers that come in and they don't necessarily know how plugged in you are to or interested in their conversation you know i mean it, you know you want to you want you, 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 you want to oh, sell them something and you want to take care of them you won't even be in, you, you even want to be engaged and 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 involved in in their life and daily you know stuff but it's you know it, it, at some point you just don't really care about your grandmother's corn on the bottom of their you know, oh, left foot snap. Because that kind of stuff happens at the country's choir. I'm sure it does. <laughs> All right, so I will be then the voice of, uh, I guess, the, the consumer, so to speak. Yeah. And, uh, those of you listening. What, what's something you when you go into a tobacco shop that kind of gets under your skin? Well, so here's the deal. I've, I have uh, been very fortunate, especially over the last couple of years, to uh, to travel. Um, you know, I've, I've lived in a few different places, uh, you know, most specifically here in Mississippi, but also in Memphis. And uh, and I, let me first off by start off by saying I'm not going to name names of any shops. No, that's good. Except for one in particular. Yeah, that dump in Jackson. Well. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name any uh, any of these. I heard that things run by some schmuck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna name any names. Uh, um, you know, outside of uh, outside of family, so to speak. But one of the things that you know, I, I've shared this before, and I think it goes without saying. It's a good good kind of. Uh, thing to acknowledge in terms of, of, of pipe shops and especially for new people going into pipe shops. A lot of times there are shops out there where you walk in and you can tell there's a culture that's already established 
that you don't know if you're a part of yet. And this this ultimately ends up happening a lot of situ in a lot of situations where you know it's it's an older establishment. Yeah, sure, you know, you sure. you walk in and you feel like you've interrupted something. Yeah. And it can be one of the most intimidating things for a new pipe smoker, especially a younger pipe smoker. Yeah. Um, you know the 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 door opens, you know, the, there's a hazy room full of uh full of full of typically older men and everyone turns silently and looks at you. And they it's like it's like hedgehogs. You know, right. like they're all like huddled in, <laughs> but then you walk through the door and they're all staring you down. And here's the other thing too, because you know, I think it's a great thing, especially for the 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 owner or the manager to be engaged with the customers. But you know, my first time buying a pipe, it was exactly that experience. I yeah. walked in, yeah. all these guys huddled around, they stopped what they were doing, one of the guys stood up. Like he was annoyed that I was there and then walked over to me and to, to help me. And like everybody else was just, they wouldn't continue on the conversation. They were just staring me down. <laughs> so like, apparently I had like stolen their Who friend. let the riffraff in? Yeah. And it was, it to was. To be fair, you probably hadn't shaved in a couple months. I don't know. Well, you know, this is back, this is my early days, man. Whether or not I could grow a beard is. Oh, back uh, when you had like a jawline Yeah, it's, a, it's immaterial back then. <laughs> but it was, man. It was so intimidating. And I, and you know, especially like I said, for a new pipe smoker who doesn't know what the cost of a pipe is. And so you have kind of these preconceived notions. and. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can attest from from seeing folks come in all the time, but people think that it's it's yeah. a pretty cheap experience. And while it is a cost effective experience, overall it tends to be much more expensive than they realize going. Oh, no, sure, yeah. I mean, there's stuff you have to have to purchase to make it work. And so, like when you're when you're kind of told about all these accessories you didn't even know existed, you almost kind of feel like they're just trying to get one over on you. That's and right. Like, oh, we're just trying to get as much of his money, then shove him out the door so we can get back <laughs> on this conversation. It kind of does make you appreciate like the like the pipe smoker starter kit, something that just yeah. kind of you know is inexpensive that you know has all the little pieces there together. Because uh, because you feel at some point almost you know, and even on this side of the counter, at some point I feel like I'm kind of uh, trying to I, I overwhelm someone just by saying, oh, you need this, oh, you need this, oh, right. you need this. But but you the the, the problem is you. Can't can't you actually have to have a tamper to smoke a pipe like yes you have to have pipe cleaners like that these are things that you have to have um well and that's the thing so if you don't have that sense of like comfort level when you walk in right you just you don't feel like you're a part of it and it's hard to kind of be like oh okay i trust you when you're putting all of this stuff in front of me well so something from my perspective uh that you know if you want to talk about uh you know getting under my skin <laughs> um and, and not just from my side but also from other people's sides you know when you've got smokers that come in and they're you know this is kind of their safe space but mm-hmm. uh and, you know and they're trying to let their guard down um there there's a piece of pipe smoking um uh, you know uh necessity that constantly runs away um and, and that is the that is the humble tamper uh, a tamper, uh, of oh, course, yeah. is very important to keep your pipe lit, and um, and actually, uh, you know, communal. From the, anybody can just take them at their leisure, and 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 free, and yet they're and yet they're not. Oh, what? And 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 yet they're not. That that's the thing. Like <laughs> if you, if you bring your tamper into a pipe shop uh, and and lay it on the counter right in front of you or or something like that. It, was a pet peeve of many many customers is that someone will just walk up use their tamper and then walk off with it kind of thing and so that that happens pretty regularly and it's kind of interesting you know we uh, kind of get to the point where we're almost too comfortable with each other's personal spaces or something you know but yeah folks will walk up take a tamper uh, and then walk off with it and and before you know it you've lost your you know like you know seventy dollar Dunhill tamper or whatever it's right. just crazy right uh, it's it's just really interesting uh, one one thing that we have to do on our side of the counter of course and and we've had customers that have laughed at this for years and years um we actually paint all of our house tampers with fingernail polish. Fingernail polish, and, and right so, out of John David's own personal collection. That, that's right. That, that's uh, the, the, the tampers. Yeah, the, the tampers. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, 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 the tampers. Yeah, yeah. The fingernail polish, not at all. Well, that's uh, yours as well. But I mentioned was talking about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could see this day I was feeling kind of a uh, kind of a kind of a rose pink color. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. so uh, you know, I just it really want, brings out your beard. Well, I just want you to know, like, if you walk off with this uh, this tamper, that you you should feel completely emasculated. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. We have uh, so many folks that'll come in and uh, and these tampers, uh, you know, they, they just kind of slowly disappear. But what's neat is that, you know, since they've been painted, uh, people will occasionally come back a week, two weeks later and be mm. like, man, I, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I found this in my car and like, I, I, I just, I knew this wasn't mine. Yeah. It's like, it, it, oh, was, wow. it was pink. What do you, who do you think it was? Well, you know. <laughs> I you know sometimes you look down at your tamper and you're like oh I didn't know I had thirty pink tampers that's, I know, that's right? kind of odd how that how that happen <laughs> and then you realize that oh I've been taken from the country squire and you're like well it's too late now I mean they're here they're here they're they're here at this point yeah um, <laughs> a, another thing that really gets under my skin from from this side of the counter all right um, is when people do not 
understand that they can purchase their own pipe cleaner. So, so, wait, you, wait, so, you, so you can you can come to a pipe shop and you can buy your own pipe cleaner, whole whole pack of them, yeah, an entire like I, I will actually sell you a, a a hundred pack of them. Oh snap! And and each one of them is worth <laughs> just a couple of cents, and you and you can buy one yourself, right? In, instead of and and bring them with you when you come here, <laughs> and and use them yourself. But but you know so so you know there, there's this constant need of pipe smokers to have pipe cleaners. Yo, John David's and, getting a crazy eye right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just telling you, kind of, you know, the, it, it's just a thing, right? And right, so you're right, just right. constantly needing these pipe cleaners, and and but and and people forget the ability of themselves to 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 take this thing that doesn't weigh a gram and and just just buy one it's or, been, or, or carry it with them, carry carry it with them. So you know, we, we have a fun uh, semi passive aggressive solution for this at the Squire. Uh, of course, when people. <laughs> When, when, when people need a pipe cleaner, uh, you know, we, we are happy to give them one, but we uh, hold this little tray out, and it says in big letters, we sell these. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to get the pipe cleaner from the tray that says, we sell these. And uh, and that that's uh, that's just our little way of shaming people into uh, into purchasing something. That's nice. <laughs> very insignificant, but that, you know, we, we, we really need them to just to just bring their own. That's good. That's good. <laughs> or, or uh, you know, you, you get somebody, you could order, order, order some for the table. That would be, you yeah. know. Yeah, pipe, pipe cleaners for the table. That's what I'm saying. Oh, some like, appetizers, you know. Oh, you can have some a pipe, pipe cleaner for the table. I, I tell you what, you can buy you can buy around for the table right now. We'll set it up, <laughs> and uh, there you go. You it is go. funny. We do have some repeat abusers, you know, offen- offenders. <laughs> and I'm very sorry for uh, that. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> but you know, these are As folks. I also that, drink the whiskey I stole from your. <laughs> <laughs> that also that that's a whole new episode. That's a totally different episode. Like like but alcohol that has been stolen from John David Cole, like at at the Country Squire. Like that we can go on and on and on about that. But anyway, that that'll I've got I I have to find places in my own shop to hide things that I don't want to be destroyed or yeah. stolen. And 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 the the most of which is uh is is boodles. <laughs> It's well, just constantly one, running away. That one I can tell you, it wasn't me. But <laughs> but the thing about that is okay, and and since we're on the alcohol ring, oh snap! Okay, have I have I told you the story, and have I told our listeners the story of of our friend the hurricane, and when he tried to hide liquor up here? We're not naming names though, right? We're not naming names. All right, but but we have we have someone that loves to just drink everyone's alcohol. That's is true at yes. the country squire. Like and 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 this person has a nose for it. They sniff it out. It's why they, I don't keep my own alcohol. No, up that's there right. That's right, because it because it disappears, right? Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things, and so uh, you know everyone's around smoking their pipes. But if someone you know happens to bring in, uh, I don't know, you know, a fifth of whiskey or you know some of their favorite, get some you know, scotch, yeah, scotches or something, some you know, expensive that, stuff. Sometimes uh, if, if you if you pop the cork, uh, all of a sudden before you know it, half of it's gone, and and one person accounts for that half, and it's just like, man, this is this is kind of intense. Well, anyway, uh, th- this this person at one point tried to uh, tried to hide his own stuff at the Country Squire. Okay, now, this was fun. Uh, th- th- this, this was a lot of fun. So, so there were only a couple of us that knew where he had put this. Okay, he came in one day. He had uh, he had this huge bottle of it was this real expensive Irish whiskey. Uh, I think it was like seventy or eighty bucks, you know, for a for a fifth of this whiskey. It's very just very expensive for 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 whiskey. And he comes in, he has a little bit, and he's just gawking. He just wants everyone in the room to know just how incredibly exquisite it is, and you know, over the top. Oh, it's so smooth. They got all these notes. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And y'all, uh, y'all are plebeians. You can't. You know, afford this crap and all this kind of stuff. He was, he was very high on himself. Oh, very high on himself. Well, anyway, so so he he didn't finish it. This is great, and he hides it in the shop, and then he leaves. And then a couple days later, uh, a, a good friend of mine comes in the shop. And him and I, we were the only two that really knew where he had hidden this stuff. Okay? Right, right, right. So so this friend is this the anti hurricane? This is the anti hurricane. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so and so uh, Stephen <laughs> comes in the shop. Not naming names. And, and 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 he says, hey, he has this big old grin on his face, and he's like, we're gonna have some fun today and so uh he goes next door and he and he looks the guy in the liquor store in the eye and he says i need the expletive worst (laughs) brown liquor that you have in this shop he's like i don't care what kind of liquor it is like it can be anything i want the worst brown liquor you have in this store and 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 the guy sold him a pint of uh it was a it was a pint of uh old port rum oh and it was like eight and a half dollars i mean 
and you and you opened the bottle and it smelled like turpentine. Oh. Okay, I mean it was just it was just foul. Okay, so so it it, it was awful. So anyway, uh, uh, our our friend the anti hurricane, uh, he he goes and finds this uh, exquisite bottle of Irish whiskey. He takes it and pours gently pours it into <laughs> into a, a plastic water bottle and uh, and then replaces the amount with this old port oh, rum. My gosh. Okay, yes, the yes. only thing it had in common with this fancy Irish whiskey was that it was brown. That's it. Okay. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> like right. other than that, it tasted like something that you would remove fingernail polish off my, my pipe tamp with. <laughs> I mean, it was it was bad. So anyway, the next time the hurricane comes in, uh, you know, he he finds his little stash and goes and, and, and pours them while everyone's around smoking their pipes and everything. And he's like, oh, y'all should. And, he, and he's sitting here drinking this stuff, right? And he's like, y'all should just try this. It's just so amazing. And the, the notes are so, you know, he's <laughs> like, like his, while he's drinking no, it. No, while he's drinking it. Like this, this old port oh, rum man. that, I mean, it, it tastes like, you know, something you found at the bottom of the dishwasher or something. Like it's just awful. Oh, my it's gosh. All, and, and he's like, oh, this is so floral. And it, you know, I taste all these, you know, notes of pine and all these things. He's like, oh, you know, you should, you should get some sometime. And everyone's just like, you're just kind of a that, That's great. <laughs> man, but that's what you get for stealing booze at the country squad. That's exactly what you get. And what I want to do, I want to challenge the listeners right now who just heard that story and were inspired. Take Bob Dylan's The Hurricane song and make a parody based on that story because I would love to hear that. It was great. Golly, it was so good. All right, so that's that's a good one, man. All right, that, so that, that's a that's a good one. I got one from uh, from the customer side. Okay, go ahead. Um, so this is you know, like I said, I've been to several different shops, and this is something that I've noticed not just in the the tobacco world, but I think most specialty shops. You know, back in the day, I used to, to go to comic book shops a lot, that sort of thing. And uh, as in back in the day with comic book shops, I've also been to shops where you walk in and you kind of feel dirty a little bit yeah you know what i mean like there's just a grunge aspect that's not quite the right kind of grunge okay you know like okay. It, it, the shop doesn't feel very kept up or okay you know, so you walk into um a, a shop almost like um well, I don't want to name names. <laughs> uh, no, no, but I mean, you, you walk into you know a, a shop that feels just kind of unkept, not neat, that yes, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, you know, and at the Squire, that's there's a there's a piece of that that's kind of in our DNA. But, but right, but it, 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 can it go too far? There's a level that I think is a little bit too grunge. So, all right, Country Squire. I mean, you know, goodness, you walk into the shop right now. You've got the the cabinets all lit up. You've got the new paint job and everything. I can't really throw the Country Squire into this boat right now. Yeah, but if you if you look the if you look the floor, you'll get like hepatitis or something. It's I mean, it's 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 kind of gross in here. But you know, what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like <laughs> like lights are are burned out, and you can clearly you can clearly see they hadn't been you know used in like forever. And right. Like, there's just right. there's just kind of a general sense that they hadn't really been. And keeping There's up cobwebs and stuff like yeah just not even trying and that's yeah. something i would yeah. never say for, about the country squire especially you know and, and you know definitely in the you, old days but you especially would, today. you would have about four years ago well <laughs> today the current era of the country squire no one would could be able to get away with saying that but i have been to shops like that now well, it's good and i understand good. like there is a good kind of grunge um i think of specifically uh and they, they might not even it's, appreciate it's, yeah the me even using the term grunge but I, I think about like a shop in particular uh that i was at in Tupelo that I hope to visit again, which is you walk in and there is a very much an old feel. I mean, like there's like yeah, New Orleans style brick on the on the walls and yeah. on the floor, and you know you can tell like there, there's just a kind of an old world feel to it. Right, but it's not like dirty. And yeah. so that's the thing. I, I think that's kind of like a foul. Yeah. Well, you, one one thing, you know, uh, uh, several years ago, kind of when our shop wasn't as active, uh, but we're still still here, still trucking along and, um, you know, all that was if folks would come in. I would re actually got online and some at some point read some of these reviews from online oh, websites. Yeah, yeah. And people were like, man, the place was nice, but it was just kind of dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, pot, potted plants that had tipped over that no one had bothered to clean up and like, you know, uh, pipes with like cobwebs on them and stuff like this and uh you know just on and on so I, I i get that but you know the the nice thing about a nice uh just a, a soft layer of film uh in a in a in a old dusty tobacco shop is mm -hmm. you know that that patina kind of gives it some <laughs> it's, it's patina it kind of gives it just a real nice uh, sometimes a luster, but you got to be careful in a shop like this not to spill your drink because you'll leave a clean spot. Hey, hey, hey! That's why this <laughs> counter's so clean. All right? uh, I know, right? I know. We, we've we've ruined this counter by by it's it's got too many clean spots. On yeah, it. but you got you got the you got the whiskey <laughs> residue there for sure. All right, so one one thing um that really really bothers me uh it, from the tobacconist perspective. You know okay? what really grinds your gears? What really grinds my gears is is that it is is when a 
I'm, I'm gonna pick on our cigar friends for a second. Okay? Oh, so this is not just a pipe guy. This is, right. this is cigar guys. We're getting political. But but when but when a cigar guy, I, I, my blood pressure's going up. When my <laughs> when a, when, a, when, a, when a cigar guy comes in. And he acts like he knows every stinking thing about cigars, on and on and on. And then he, you know, smokes half this, you know, twelve dollar stick that he just bought, or, or God forget, he actually brought in or whatever uh, from some other shop. But 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 then when he goes to leave, this guy that just pontificated about how he's God's gift to the cigar community, okay, takes his cigar and doesn't know better than to crush it into the ashtray okay so so you've got this big stinky cigar that just i mean you know because he, he didn't even he didn't even smoke it he didn't even smoke it but but it's burning and and instead of just letting it die like a cigar aficionado would do right because uh, the cigar will go out it just dies it's not you know it's not something you have to put out right, right. um he, he takes it like he brought a marlboro at the freaking five and dime <laughs> and he and he grinds it into the ashtray and then the, the doggone cigar just sits there and smolders for like like 45 minutes oh, that happens all the man. time and it's just like they'll do it on the tobacco bar and i'm like man it just just come on c- c- come on all right so give this, me a break this is a good education for me because i am not a cigar guy but i do No, do that, that has been established you're not a yeah, cigar well, i'm guy. not a cigar guy yes <laughs> yeah there's there's photo photo uh, photo evidence but no medical I, medical evidence yeah, as well. <laughs> but uh but i did not i i actually thought i was supposed to like smush it but you're not supposed you to smush it. no a, a cigar will will just very just like a pipe you know if you don't tend to a cigar it's not nearly as high maintenance but it'll just go out all right the cigar just goes out but if you if you crush it you know cigar leaves will stay lit a lot easier than tobacco pipe tobacco leaves will and, and if you crush the cigar into an ashtray just smush it down in there like you're trying to squash a bug or something you know it, it all those leaves will just continue to just smolder and burn but it, it's almost like it it's it's a unpleasant burn you know a lot of times cigars smell good when they're burning yeah. but for some reason when you do that in the ashtray maybe it's going to connect with other ashes or some kind of junk in the ashtray sure 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 and, yeah. and, and then all of a sudden you start this little bonfire like like in your it's ashtray it's like this unholy union that's going on oh really it's just foul it's just interesting. awful yeah I'm against it completely alright this is interesting so I, I, you know we, we talked about I think on our 200th episode how you know at some point we were thinking about like how do we get a little cigar content in there for, for our friends our, our brothers across the aisle so to speak yeah but and that might be that might be a little gateway there because I I even though I'm not a cigar person I would like to not look like an idiot uh, to the best that I am humanly <laughs> able to at least at least with cigars at least with right. cigars right. and so uh, that that might be something in the future to educate uh, those of us who are not uh, you know uh, as as well versed indoctrinated yeah. uh, another another thing that just really gets on my skin is when folks come in here and and they don't most of them just don't know any better okay but but you know a, a lot of them kind of think they do again there's that era that aura of like uh, you know you know I, I know everything there is to know I want to come in and for some reason it's going to help you sleep at night because you're going to uh, impress the the guy behind the counter or something, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, so we you know, and that that's great. It's good for people to come in. We're proud that you know folks know things about this and that. But um, you, you know, that that time when someone buys a, a really nice pipe, okay, we're talking like a Costello or something. And those and, can be upwards of. And yeah, I mean, we're talking you know a thousand dollar pipe per for instance, you oh, know. Wow, yeah. And and then someone uh, goes over to the counter and and puts a torch lighter to to the pipe okay so like so you, you took this torch lighter uh which is meant for you know burning cigars ah! at you know a thousand degrees so you can caramelize the end of the tobacco this is by the way for those that are not familiar kind of the, uh, the lightsaber looking no thing that's right it's a it's, just... a it's a torch lighter it's yeah. meant for cigars and it looks like a jet flame and, and and you'll take your you know very expensive new beautiful pipe that you've uh, just purchased I, I recently had a guy come in and um he he took his uh lighter to a brand new clark's favorite savonelle um, and, and he had just bought the Savinelli, and he made the entire rim of the pipe on the top uh, look like uh, just just black ash. It was just oh, it just made my it just made Man. my skin crawl. Yeah, it's <laughs> it was, crazy. It was terrible. All right, so you know the 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 one I, I want to throw this one out as kind of my last thing. Okay, um, because I think that when it when it comes to kind of the the pipe shop piece, and this is. 
this is difficult for me to say because you you asked yeah. me. You said, look, look, don't sure, just no, talk you got, about. You got to pick on our shop too. Don't just talk about the other shops. You got to mention this one. I'm like, but John David, this one's so great. This one's so perfect. we got we got problems, man. Well, we so all got, we all got, pro- all got problems. Uh, well, that's what they say. I I was trying to rack my ba- brain, trying to think of okay, well, what what is my problem? And I look around this place, and you know, I don't really have that many problems with the shop. I think it's a great shop. But then I remember, oh, but I've heard a lot of people talking, and I know I know what probably is is probably the the number one complaint that I hear about this pipe shop in particular. Okay, okay. And I mean, it is consistent. Yeah. And it is something that you could tell really makes people mad. My, and my, my antennas are, are, are up here. And that is that, uh, you know, people get comfortable in the shop. Right. Right. And, and, and when you come up to them and say, hey, you got to leave. We got to record a podcast. <laughs> Man, they don't like that. They do, and I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say they don't like that. That's probably the most consistent thing I've heard about this show. You, you know that that might that might be a a, a unique uh, peeve to you actually, but well, it, you know, I don't know. But but that's interesting. No, no, it probably it might be to the guy behind the counter too. But yeah, I mean, there's something about you know having to stop everything and and record a podcast that uh, yeah, I could I could see where that would be bothersome. Yeah. You know, I mean, some folks in here they uh, they they know what's going on and everything. No, they get it. They and, get it. And we never, uh, other than that one time, which was our 200th episode, we never right. shut the shop down early or anything like right, that. It's, right. No, it's it's always like, you know, we, the shop closes at a certain time and then we, you know, uh, it kindly tell folks And then folks five minutes to, later. Right, right. <laughs> five, five minutes later, you know, people are still here and then maybe another 10 minutes later, people are still here and, uh, and, and you know, we, we kindly tell folks, well, you know, we're about to, you know, do this thing and we do it every Monday night and uh, can, can I get you anything before you go or, you know, whatever and, uh, and, and you know, we're, you just hope at some point the hint is taken. Right. Right. Now, now you've got those other people that, you know, you're not just worried about the hint being taken. They, they fully well know, oh, they what's, know what's going up. on. They know mm-hmm. exactly what's going on. But, but their whole intent is to is to get under your skin by by messing with the podcast cheese, right? right? right. But Bo and I, you know, when we get ready for Country Squire Radio, we kind of have this uh, routine. I have to go kind of sit, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of camera shy, so That's I right. kind of sit by myself a little bit. And I sing show tunes. Um, you know, Bo sings all kinds of parody uh, songs, all, all, all kinds of terrible things that uh, that that would uh, never be, uh, you know, worth, you know, letting. Oh, I'll your... sing it on air. Yeah, no, it's it's just it's, it's <laughs> awful. Yeah, just just awful the stuff that Bo sings. Uh, but you know, we kind of have this little rhythm, and and the whole the whole point of some people is to you know come in and and actually uh, you know get uh, you know under under the skin of the of the podcaster. I, I don't know. I, yeah, maybe, I, I get it, that. That's that's, that's fair. Part of it, but no, no, no. I will say, like, you know, you, you did you did ask me. You're like, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about about other shows or shops you got to talk about about this one no, i got it. nothing i really don't you had a blend called lancaster for a long time that <laughs> bothered me and there was nothing to counterbalance it until we had the white rose which is god's gift to the tobacco <laughs> to industry pipe tobaccos. Um, <laughs> one other thing and i have to tell the story because it's so funny yeah, we, we had a, we had a guy that came in here one time and he wanted to sample every tobacco and look behind us on the tobacco bar if you're watching live tonight i mean there's what 30 over 30 house blends now here at the squire we've got wow, some yeah, other, yeah, that's about right. other national blends that we you know carry things like the MacBaron tobaccos and some McClellan 5100 and things like that but th- this guy was intent he wanted to try every one and he burned through a, a, a half bowl of every one now this is back when that was a thing no but back when it was a thing right, right. right before our uh, our two-bit hit or whatever two, two right. <laughs> right that's right <laughs> and uh you, you know so we had uh had had this guy he, he sampled everyone and he could not you know everyone they all taste the same they all taste the same this guy okay he had the nerve <laughs> He had the nerve to go to every ashtray. This, this blew my mind. Not only is this like so offensive, it is disgusting <laughs> and and repulsive and just what kind of animal? Okay, what, what kind of what kind of animal? So so this guy this guy went to every ashtray. Uh huh. This is this is filthy. He went to every ashtray in this shop and picked out cigar butts out of every ashtray. All right. No. He he proceeds to sit at the tobacco bar right here and 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 pushes all this is. A real story. He pushes all the stuff aside on the tobacco bar so he could make himself a little room, and he pulled these cigar butts out and and put them on the tray. These are like slobbery cigar butts he just pulled out of ashtrays. Okay, Th- 
that people he'd never met in his life that had smoked these things. He pulls his pocket knife out and starts chopping these cigar butts up like carrots. I'm dead serious. Like like it was like you're just sitting there chopping celery, okay? And and like you're just you're just hacking away at these cigar butts, just trying to you know he's he's cutting them up and he starts loading them no, into his no, pipe. No, no, he loaded me. them in his pipe. This happened, and it's like he's that like I want. Disgusting. He's like I want something strong like this, and like at, at this time, this, this this individual also had the nerve to, which actually I don't mind when people bring their dogs, but he brought his dog that day, and so um, you do yeah. kind of mind when people bring their dog. No, it now. depends on the dog. Oh, that is it, true. No, that it is depends true. on the dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if Penny comes up here, she's typically pretty good. <laughs> so if good. it's your dog. <laughs> if it's my dog, it's fine. If it's your dog, we got questions, right? But uh, no, no. typically people, it's fine if people bring their dogs. But So this guy, he's sitting here literally just chopped up these used cigar butts uh-huh. that, that like, you know, because he's trying to find this perfect strong tobacco and he's loading them in his pipe and he's like, you know, I mean, the, 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 there's no telling what could have been. The, the butts might have even been from like the day before. I know this I guy. Mean, he's, he's the one that died of pneumonia a couple weeks back. That's, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so 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 this guy, he's sitting there, you know, mixing these cigar butt, you know, shavings up, putting them in his pipe. And then all of a sudden, uh, his dog uh, was just happened. I'm sitting here just in awe, like look, watching this guy, my jaw hung open, you know, trying to figure out like, man, he, does he realize what he's doing? Like, is he <laughs> is he insane? Should I call like the, you know, the state hospital or like his his dog, which was absent for a few minutes. I, we You know, we didn't see his dog. We didn't know where his dog was. Well, his dog was hiding apparently over behind the buffing wheel. So we have a buffing wheel in the corner of the shop here that we're, you know, actually polished pipes. What and was so, the dog doing with the buffing wheel? So 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 if you you know if you bring your pipe in and the stem is oxidized or something like that, then you know you can give it to me. I'll you know take a few days on it and uh you make the stem all nice and shiny, refurbish your pipe, put a nice coat of carnauba wax on it and all that kind of stuff. This dog reappears right as this guy is loading his pipe up with other people's nasty cigar butts. He reappears with a huge block of white diamond polish in his mouth. White diamond polish is the stuff that like it it, it it's a it's we use it in chunks because we use so much of it. But right, we put right. it on the buffing wheel to take off the oxidation on your ebonite stem. And this dog is just having a feast. I mean, he just looks like he like has his giant marshmallow in his mouth. And I like I look at the dog <laughs> and I look at the guy and you know I'm I I, I think I'd pr- have a slow fuse for the most part. I mean, I think so. Like people Give come him in. A look, and, you've got a look. A, I'm, I'm relatively patient, but yeah. like you know, I mean, people come in and they've got stuff going on. And I, you know, for some people, I want them to come in and have a have a safe, fun experience. And you know, if you're different or got something going on, you need to talk about like this is your place. But man, like I, I, I saw the guy chopping up the cigar butts. I just pulled down every single jar <laughs> like on the shelf. Uh-huh. Like and 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 he didn't like any of those. And then his dog is eating my white diamond polish. <laughs> And I just look at him and said, get the hell out. <laughs> that was it. That was the breaking point. I really couldn't stand it. Like, it, it, it actually it blew my mind. Like, it, like, I just, I never lose it like that. I never, ever lose it like oh that. But it gosh. was, it was one of those things where, uh, man, it just, uh, it, it just, it just happened. It was like watching a train wreck. And once it uh, came to complete uh, fruition, I just, uh, I, 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 I lost it. I, I want to rename I totally this series uh, Crazy. Crazy, crazy customer coincidences or, or something of that nature. It was uh, it was at that moment that I started keeping a journal about my shop. Did you really? I, I, I I'm I'm telling the truth here. Like I've I've really let the guard down here tonight. Okay. Like I've where's you know, the I've, journal? So I you know I've 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 let people know you know I'm 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 keeping notes about the shop. But it's just it's just funny. Like I I love uh, I, I love the stories that come out of a shop like this. But it was that day that I realized like I've got to start writing this stuff down. Like who, who comes in and 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 takes things slobbery plant matter that people have left inside these ashtrays with people's <laughs> trash like you know there's like coffee bits in there and people put their used pipe cleaners in there Man. and like and you know it matches that are you know half burned and all this stuff and there's like these cigar butts that are in there just you know people you know have had them all in their face <laughs> extinguish them in an ashtray and then you're going to chop it up with your buck knife and it, yeah it just it blew my mind and then you have the nerve to let your dog eat my polish oh man <laughs> that's crazy it was out of control anyway, anyway wow I, 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 I'm, I'm cooling down a little bit now no, i can tell man this, I'm, I'm cooling i'm cooling down a little this bit. uh this this, yeah. this this particular episode took an interesting turn like it, right. it, we ended up with some great customer stories right there all right all right so i've got i've got one more you got that one I have more to share all right i've got one more that i have to share and it and is the is the king of all pet peeves for the guy 
on my side of the counter. All right, all right. And um and and it's when a it's when a lighter customers are having uh trouble getting a lighter to work. And uh, I've got this uh, beautiful uh torch lighter here uh that that does not work. And, and it's and it's very 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 pretty. And and folks don't just you know it, it's any butane lighter that this can happen to. So it's not just a torch lighter. But there's this little noise that it makes whenever you uh click it. You told me it didn't work. I knew it didn't work, but then you click it right up to the mic, and like my heart almost jumps out <laughs> of my chest. Like, <laughs> but it, but but the you know people will take this lighter and they'll uh, and they'll click it over and over and over and over <laughs> and over right, right, right. and over. It's lovely, and I'll leave you with that. <laughs> <laughs> Tobacco shop peeves, everybody. Oh man! All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> So, quite a quite a quite a unique episode of Country Squire Radio. Yeah, a little, no, little, little, little bit soapbox, little story time with Uncle John David, and uh, and a, and a couple of uh, a couple of uh, shared experiences from uh, from from the customer and the tobacconist. <laughs> Party time tryhard says we finally heard the story that broke someone uh, when someone broke JD. Well, and uh, and and yes, yes, you're right. You won't appreciate <laughs> this because you don't you don't get superheroes. But there's a scene from the Avengers where uh, Doctor Bruce Banner. Um, is you know the, the aliens are coming in and it's time for him to he's got to hook right. out and everything and uh, he he explains it like uh, Doctor Banner it's time to get angry and he says well that's my secret cap I'm always angry and then he like <laughs> hulks out and punches the alien that was the day you hulked out and punched the alien yeah I did I, I'm I'm always just fuming and simmering under under underneath but yeah it's uh it's disgusting man all right well there you go. There you go. Um, hey, you know the great thing is, no matter if you're a tobacconist uh, and and you've been uh, uh, fighting fighting the good fight, representing your awesome tobacco shop to the customer, or the customer who's had some amazing experiences, or maybe even some not so amazing experiences, depending on what your shop situation is. One thing that we can all agree upon at any given time, be you John David Cole or the guy that brought his dog in and died of pneumonia from smoking the uh, cigar butts, <laughs> and that is that we all love one thing. Pipes from Missouri Meerschaum. That is right. That is right. <laughs> we love Missouri Meerschaum pipes. Of course, uh, the the biggest friend of uh, Country Squire Radio and uh, makers of great American uh, American traditional corn cob pipes. Um, gosh, the memes that are coming in now are just are just fantastic. Yeah, you know our friends at Missouri Meerschaum. They are a big part of why this show continues to exist and Absolutely. happen, and uh, just have a great variety of pipes um, and uh, at different shapes and sizes, and at an incredible price point as well. I think the value of a Missouri Meerschaum pipe uh, is is unmatched as far as its smoking quality uh, compared to the uh, you know the minimal hurt that it puts on your pocketbook. Oh yeah, um, and you know a lot of folks too. They think, uh, and you know, even I uh, at, at at certain times in my career have been uh, before you know I was better educated, didn't really realize how durable a Missouri Meerschaum pipe is. But, um, you know, these corncob pipes, uh, you know, they the way they are, are careful to produce these things, they really last a lot longer than folks realize they do. Oh, and yeah. So, you know, you're spending, you know, anywhere from five to you know, 30 bucks on a pipe. Uh, and, and these are pipes that, that are durable. A lot of them have real thick walls. They, they, um, the construction on them is solid. Uh, the stem work is, is generally, uh, you know, good. And, and, and these are pipes that for the price, it's just incredibly hard to beat. And if you take care of them, they'll really last. That's right. So check out uh, Missouri Meerschaum. If you don't have a Missouri Meerschaum pipe, uh, you need to get one. Why, why haven't you done that? They're like, like John David said, for the price, uh, they're, they're just absolutely a must-have for your collection. If you've got one this week, smoke it. Take a picture of yourself as you do. We love getting those in because we're able to retweet those out, and it's a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Pipe Question of the Week. Pipe Question of the Week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week this week comes in from Anonymous. Anonymous? Anonymous. Was well, it like an embarrassing question? Well, the, the, the anonymous question is, <laughs> I found a pipe. I don't know whose it is or where it came from. Can I smoke it? <laughs> that, that, that's it? So... This might be the guy. This might be. This might be your cigar guy. It might be. It might be. Yeah, I, I, I found a, I found a cigar butt, a slobbery cigar butt in in an ashtray at a shop that I am not familiar with. <laughs> right? Can I cut it up on a foreign counter? Uh huh. And and put it in a pipe and smoke it, 
while my dog eats your white diamond polish? Well, the answer there, I think, is... Is no. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> the answer is no. But if it's a pipe. Now, let's assume this right. person found found it legally or whatever. Maybe it's a, maybe it's an estate pipe. Maybe oh, yeah. it's something that's owned by so-and-so. Um, but, you know, there's the question. If, sure. if, if you didn't know where it came from, can you put your mouth on it? Yeah. I, I You know, let's take some steps before you do. The easiest thing uh, is to get some pipe sweetener or pipe cleaner, and let's just get that thing real good and... Uh, and cleaned up. You might go through a half bag of pipe cleaners, but that's what they're there for, uh, as long as you don't steal them from a friend. Um, <laughs> we, uh, you know, encourage you to go uh, get some pipe sweetener, uh, some type of alcohol-based solution. A lot of folks will use uh, grain alcohol, Everclear, um, maybe your favorite whiskey or something. But you want something with a really high alcohol content, and just scrub that uh, the end of that pipe stem really well. Um, and and you know use use your use your bag of cleaners. You know go through there, get the inside of the stem really well. Uh, ream the inside of the pipe bowl. Uh, scrub the inside of the bowl, the inside of the shank. Scrub all that really really good. Uh, if you're if it hasn't been cleaned before, because you don't know what was in it, mm. and you don't know how long it's been sitting dormant as well. So oh, yeah. you know if it's been sitting in a closet somewhere, there you know may have been some little critter that crawled up in there and uh, you know had its little brood of something, and you, you just you, is that just, a thing? I, I'm just saying. Well, oh, it's, a, it's a it's a pipe, you know. Anything could crawl up in I it. I guess that's true. You know, I mean, I don't know. You might find a little nest of something in there, or, or or maybe a maybe a, a cobweb, or you know, I don't know. I mean, there could be anything. Right, I'm going pipe. home and cleaning out all of my pipes. Yeah, that's probably as soon a good as idea. I get home. Yeah. Do, do you have any pipe cleaners I can borrow, by the way? Well, uh, I, you know, we sell. You can oh, you take it from that? this thing that we sell. Okay, yeah, great, they, they great, are, great. our little our little. We sell these. Yeah, no, no, I see. Yeah, that. yeah. So you sell the sign. I'll take um, the pipe. Yeah. So we uh yeah is you can have one as long as I have the ability to shame you. Yeah, so just, uh, you know, again, you want to, um, you found a pipe, can you smoke it? Of course you can, but you want to clean it really, really well uh, before you do, particularly if you got it from, you know, a place that you're just not familiar with or, or whatever. All right. Yep. So yes, but only if you clean it first. That's right. So enjoy, <laughs> enjoy that information, Anonymous. We hope you enjoy uh, your questionable pipe. Let us know how that goes. Uh, and hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, you can send it in show at countrysquireradio.com. You can also send those in Facebook, Twitter, all those good stuff. But again, show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick, Quick fire, fire with, with the squire. squire. Quick fire question! Ow! All right. Man, I'm so excited about these quick fire questions. Coming in from thispipelife.com. Thispipelife.com, an amazing online community. I'll uh, hear more about that in just a moment. But this is actually submitted in from our very own Pappy Joe. Now, these are questions that Pappy's been like really excited about, about yeah. for some time. No, that's great. Because uh, I remember uh, this. Was, it was a while back when he posted them. And we've been trying, like we do with our listener feedback, for the most part, we do try to, to when we get it in, or when we, we read it as it comes in. So, like, you know, somebody could submit something uh, like tonight, but we might not get to it for a couple of months just yeah. depending on you know whatever the backlog is and sure. that's just the way that it goes sometimes well i'm, I'm really excited to, to dive into what pappy has got for us this for is that. quite a list yeah all right i haven't looked at any of these all right are you ready for this yeah. all right go ahead led zeppelin or eminem <laughs> i'm just glad pappy joe knows who eminem is i didn't say it you said that <laughs> uh i'm gonna go with led zeppelin yeah, I I don't want to like. I realize that like Eminem is is like he's got a very loyal following. No, that's right. And, and yeah. I don't know enough about hip hop to be able to like criticize like yeah. you know like what what he brings to the table. It's just not my my thing, for the most part. And yeah. so um, yeah, you gotta get you gotta get the lead out. You can go with you can go with Led Zeppelin. You gotta get the lead out. Okay. Uh, all right. Driving down a country road, uh, or driving on the interstate highway through a large city. Country road, all all day every day. I, look, there's something nice about going through a large city, particularly mm. one that maybe you're not familiar with, and you know, kind of you know, getting to see the sights, looking around. If you're driving on the interstate through uh, through a big city, wow, look at these buildings, and oh, that looks interesting over there. Maybe I'll get to explore that someday. But but look, being mm. you know, if it's a cool night and maybe it just rained a little bit before, and you roll your windows down, oh, yeah. and you're smoking your pipe, and, oh, the, yeah. and the sky's clear, and it's starry outside, <laughs> and, and and maybe you got your little sweetie in the seat next to you. Uh, like, man, give me the country road. Nice. Any day of the week. Nice. All right, so if if I'm passenger seat, I'm with you, because with, with the... Um, with, with the uh, uh, with the city, because if you're a passenger, you get a chance to look around at all these buildings. You know, we, we're we're down here in Jackson, Mississippi. Right, we got a few tall buildings. Yeah, there's like a water tower. There's a, there's a couple of them. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of them. But like, you go to some of these cities where just these skyscrapers are and everything sure. else, yeah. and you see like the city. It's fun to look around. If yeah. you are in the passenger seat, then yes. But if you're driving, country road, take me home. Yeah. Unless you go through a speed trap to the place where I, I belong. belong. Oh man. 
We just did a little harmony right there. That's nice. Yeah, that's all right. What's (laughs) what's next, bud? All right. What's next is we've got smoking English blend or Scottish mixture. Um, A Scottish mixture. I, I, you know, if you've listened to the podcast long enough, you know that I'm not a huge uh, Latakia person. I love, I I like Latakia, but I like it really as a... Uh, condiment tobacco. I, I like it as something that uh, when you're slowly sipping a pipe at a very cool temperature, occasionally you'll uh, get the Latakia kind of peeking out of the background. Mm. Um, and uh, and so I'm going to have to go with the Scottish mixture. I'm going to go with English. Okay, good. All right, there yeah. you go. Uh, <laughs> walking barefoot in the hot sands in July or watching a bass fishing tournament on TV? <laughs> What what do these have to do with each other? Probably nothing. Um, I would probably rather walk barefoot in hot Hot sand sand in July July. than watch someone else fish on TV. Well, see, the great thing about... I I think I would rather do that. The great thing about watching people fish on TV is a great way to fall asleep. No, it is. It's kind of like watching golf, right? It like watching or, or Bob Ross, right? Or or Bob Ross, yeah, yeah. Just kind of subtly putting subtly you to bed as me. he paints that little happy push. I'm telling you, there's something about that that like reminds you of your grandfather. Yeah, like it's the same thing with like fish commentary, golf commentary, and Bob Ross painting. It just there there just reminds you of that kind of comfort level of like your grandfather's in the background doing something, and you just you're just safe, and you can just kind of no, that's fair. Go on to sleep. So I'm, I'm gonna yeah. go with that for that reason. Plus. Okay. You can burn your feet on that hot sand. <laughs> All right, watching political commentary on Comedy Central or Ugh. watching Bo try to paint something. <laughs> I, I I would rather watch Bo try to paint something. <laughs> I, I I have to say, uh, you know, I I, I you know, Bo, I I don't know much about your painting skills, <laughs> but I do Wait, know what that. What you But I do know that you're not renowned for your painting <laughs> skills. Um, and I would, uh, I, w- I would much rather watch you uh, watch you paint anything. Fair enough. I, I would, I could sell tickets to that. I think. Yeah, Comedy Central's yeah. commentary lately is, is it's, it's, it, it's trying to find itself. It's trying to find itself. <laughs> um, I get watching myself painting. The the only reason I can't choose that is because I haven't painted in a while. Although I've been doing like digital art a little bit. Um, trying trying my hand at it. No, you you have to actually paint. Well, right. I, I think for this question. Okay. Yeah. Well then. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, we should have a painting with Bo York at some point, don't you think? I'm, maybe maybe you set up a little easel here in the corner, smoke your church warden, and <laughs> wear, wear, wear your beret. That'd be you know, April Fool's. You think a little beret? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> launch a new podcast. It's uh, an audio podcast of me painting. That's what <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me tell you, this is you're going to be a star, That's baby. brilliant. <laughs> All right, and finally, uh, sitting in a courtroom for jury duty selection or watching Bo spill his drink on a Monday night. Any day with you spilling a drink is a good day. <laughs> hey, I'll take that. Uh, uh, yeah, Wait, well, that glass is empty. Did you already spill that one? Uh, you know, it doesn't matter. The point is that uh, it is empty. <laughs> no, I, I was, uh, I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better oh, at good. it. That's we're, good. We're trying to put the drinks in uh, different locations. But uh, yeah, man, I, I would, uh, you know, jury, so watching you spill drink, as <laughs> uh, painful as it can be sometimes uh, because maybe uh, maybe it's a expensive alcohol or maybe you own the property that it was spilled on. Yeah. You know, I, I, would, I would so much rather be with one of my best friends than in a courtroom uh, during jury duty. Thank you. Thank you. The only problem is is when it's me (laughs) spilling the drink, I feel embarrassment, shame, and publicly so on the internet. So it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little different experience there. That's Uh, great. I actually don't mind jury duty. Uh, I haven't been called to, I've only been called for jury duty once in my entire life. That's why you don't mind it. Well, well, that might be a good point. (laughs) There there might be a point to that. But um, it it is the waiting to figure out whether or not you're actually going to be part of the jury or not that does bother me. So I'll I'll go with spilling my drink. I'll go with spilling my drink. Okay. Uh, great questions, Pappy. <laughs> Thank you so much for those, brother. That's funny. <laughs> uh, of course, he sent those down on the forums over at thispipelife.com. If you have not checked it out yet, thispipelife.com, you can register yourself using the code CSR, and it's absolutely free to do. Uh, great forums. Things are always being discussed. Uh, great community that's going on. And it's not just about the quick fire questions, ladies and gentlemen. It's a great way to find out what's going on in the community at large. Not to mention a lot of visual guides as well. Um, they are uh, good about making a lot of great content that I know that you're going to enjoy. So check it out. This pipe life.com use the code csr when you register at this pipelife.com your thoughts your comments listener feedback listener feedback i had kind of like a little extra no that, no that's good i you know normally i don't do the ow 
hopeful yeah, no, listener no. feedback, but know. you know, I, we can start that if you want me no, to. No, 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 it's fine. I've only fine. got so much voice. No, you know, yeah, yeah, so, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Plus, you're still healing. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I am. We got to protect the, that's the goods, you know. We got Caleb Krause who wrote in, of course, uh, club member Caleb Krause. He says, as a Texan, might I recommend creating a barbecue tobacco for the Fort Worth Pipe Show slow smoke competition oh, or okay. for a real fun time, maybe a jalapeno aromatic? Ha <laughs> ha. Jalapeno. Yeah, the jalapenos. You know, you know, it those is, are the peppers. That the the that's the pepper. That's okay. the peppers. Yeah, yeah, great. That's great. All right. We also got uh, JD smoking <laughs> pipes. Our, our man. What he's what he's saying? Yeah, man. Uh, JD. He says. Uh, Let's see. Great show, guys. You had me laughing so hard I almost dropped my pipe. Uh, John David's laugh while telling the story of Bo on Bourbon Street was priceless. <laughs> and yes, it was. Yeah, that was, uh, that was looking good. looking forward to your show next week. God bless. And that's our friend uh, Jim at JD Smoking Pipes. So, uh, man, great dude. We're we're very thankful for you, brother, and glad you glad glad our shenanigans <laughs> could provide you with some uh, some 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 fun laugh. Oh man, see that's 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 why we gotta we gotta find another excuse to go to New Orleans because we get great content from that. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> That's right. We also had uh, Jim Nelson who wrote in. Uh, do you mind actually taking what Jim Jim wrote in? Yeah, no. He says, uh, just discovered your podcast and I'm listening to back episodes. Just listen to episode seven or on, uh, let's see, just listen to 17 August 2016, where you read a note from a family coming up with Middle Earth inspired tobacco names. Uh, one of them was Gimchi, <laughs> <laughs> which was a kimchi inspired tobacco. Uh, for what it's worth, when people ask me about Perique, I always start by saying it is the kimchi of pipe tobaccos. So it's a, okay, he calls it the kimchi of pipe tobaccos. Uh, since kimchi is, broadly speaking, cabbage that is packaged up and buried in the ground for a year. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> As Perique was originally, uh, which, you know, of course, Perique was, uh, you know, basically, you know, stuffed in the end of a log right, for, yeah. for a long period of time and then naturally fermented. Um, he says, and again, broadly speaking, packed under pressure and buried in the ground, uh, there was an obvious comparison. Both being fermented are quite vinegary and both are quite hot or peppery. Uh, so I think kimchi must be heavy in Perique. That's kind of a neat idea. Yeah, maybe we could go with uh, something like that to honor uh, Gimli and uh, and kimchi <laughs> and, uh, and 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 have this uh, Perique blend. It's a roundabout way of getting there, but I can definitely see it. Yeah, I, I remember that, that email. Fun. There was a, a, a listener. He had uh, sent in a bunch a bunch of suggestions that he and his kids had come up with. And uh, it was uh, it was really extensive, and like you could tell, they had just really just gone down a, a rabbit hole and found some really interesting things on. That's the other awesome, side. man! No, yeah. we we love that. We love that. Absolutely. Got several uh, several listeners too that are that are piping in on on Twitter tonight. Uh, Kurt at Undertaker Piper he says uh, that we were inches away from losing a follower. Re the Zeppelin versus Eminem uh, thing. He said Do- doesn't even deserve a moment's he- hesitation. Uh, Zeppelin all the way. Oh yeah, no, no, we we were not uh, we, we were not. Gonna, gonna go. well, yeah, I just, you got to pay respects for no, anybody. We want to pay respect, you know, for for the Eminem folks out there. Yeah, Eminem, you know, he's a good artist. But, I mean, you know, um, it, it, we've got a great meme from uh, Kurt. He says, uh, "Go ahead." Click the lighter one more time, <laughs> it's just, and it's a picture you. of you with it's your a shades. Picture me with my shades, which is kind of kind of nice. Uh, we we said uh, from Mark VV, uh, one of these days someone will make a raisin flavored blend that will tower over all others. <laughs> and of course, uh, our friend Varge uh, talking about our pet peeves when a customer thinks every blend smells like raisins. Yeah, and um and and yeah, that you know I, I was going to put that on the list, but I've just gone there so many times uh, that it that I just you know I've tried to block some of that out. No, I get that. Um, I get uh, that. Our, our good friend uh, Brian Levine, at my own opinion, uh, he says, what about when you're dealing with a customer and another know-it-all customer has to butt in on you? Oh, now, Brian, you know, Brian's someone else in the industry, so he can kind of kind of talk about this. You know, I, 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 I was hesitant to go there, but we've got... We've got folks that come in, you know, and they've got their, um, you know, their pipe expertise hat on. And, you know, you, you, you just, you, a lot of times they just want to want to take over, you know. And that's, <laughs> you know, that's, that, that we, we're, we're glad that they know everything. No, but, you, you, and, and they, and I, I honestly, a lot of times they know more than the tobacconist does. And that's, that's great. But, um, you know, go, go start your own pipe shop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we need to give a major shout out, by the way, to a uh, live, live listener, uh, Homestead Piper. This is actually his first time tuning in live. Oh, that's so. great. Yeah. Shout out to you, man! Awesome, Thanks man. so much for Fantastic. being here. Fantastic, yeah. And I think actually Kurt, the Undertaker, was uh, was uh, was the reason that uh, that he got into it. I'm seeing uh, some Instagram action going on. That's awesome, man. So that's awesome. Thank you so much for uh, for getting the word out. And hey, guys, uh, let him know. 
uh, you know, Country Squire Radio is the, the place to check it out, countrysquireradio.com. And we uh, we do like to do the show live here. So if you ever want to join us for a live show, we encourage you to do it. Of course, you can find us again, countrysquireradio.com at 8.30 p.m. on Monday nights. That's Central Time. You got 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. And again, all that is at countrysquireradio.com. You can also follow us throughout the week. You can follow the show at Squire Radio or me. I'm at The Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole. Or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And of course, like I said, all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Well, man, this was a, this is an interesting show. Hey, don't you ever cut up a cigar in my shop and I'm put it in your pipe. I'm you, man. That's, that's, we learned and, some things. And, and, and if your dog has a taste for expensive pipe polishing materials, then he's dead to me. Oh, snap. <laughs> we figured it out, ladies and gentlemen. We figured out the uh, the recipe for, uh, for how do we turn the nicest tobacconist on the planet into a supervillain. <laughs> I think we got the recipe tonight. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's out there. There was the time the guy came in and, and was playing the whole, like, oh, I know everything about pipes and tobaccos kind of thing. And he picked up Pirate's Alley. And, and Pirate's Alley, of course, is, is our house, one of our house Virginia Perique blends. Right. And he smelled it, took a deep, deep smell. And he, and he looked at me and he said, boy, that sure has a lot of Cavendish in it. <laughs> and I just looked at him like... No, no, it, it's a Virginia Perique, and the guy, the, the, there was another guy in the shop, and he was like, dude, no. <laughs> it was just funny, so you, you just you just never know what's going to get under the tobacconist's skin. Let us know what you thought about this episode, because I'm kind of curious. I personally would love to hear more crazy tales from the tobacconist side of the counter. Uh, crazy tales from across the counter. We, we, we could do, I'm telling you, there could be a series here, but uh, I'm curious to hear what the listeners, uh, listeners think, because I, 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 sure I, we'll yeah. I love this. I love this one. The, so. the, the main thing, if you get anything from this uh, episode, is don't leave expensive liquor at the Squire and expect to not get messed with. It's going to happen. It's just going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, speaking of expensive liquor, let's go have a night. <laughs> See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.